1: For tonight's Early Odds segment, we're going to have to go over to London, about 4,000 miles away over the Atlantic Ocean, because Brad Allen has uh, some terrific information for Illinois betters. Here's his headline, legalsportsreport.com. DraftKings secures Illinois market access, but when will app launch? You can follow Brad on Twitter, at BradAllenNFL. Also hit on a. Uh, some nfl as well how you doing brad thank you so much for your time tonight
0: no worries joe thank you for having me on it's uh, getting late here but glad we could squeeze a quick chat in.
1: yes i really do appreciate it with the, with the big time change that we do do have here and brad joins me on the alpamonte ford hotline shop over 500 new news vehicles at alpamonte ford in melrose park So at the recent Illinois Gaming Board meeting, we found out seven Illinois casinos approved for for four-year licenses. Um, All the casinos reopening tomorrow. And as of this moment, we have one online mobile book, and that is, of course, Bet Rivers. They launched 12 days ago. They have a monopoly right now. And as I've been covering this, Brad, after it was... Approved in Springfield, Illinois, now 13 months ago. The question I get almost every day, what about FanDuel and DraftKings? When are those companies going to be in Illinois? Am I going to have to worry about this penalty box? Is it going to be years and years? Uh, You have an answer for us
0: today. Well, it looks to me like it's going to be much, much sooner than that. Um, so this was kind of this news that that Draftings had the partner in um, Casino Queen. It was kind of slipped in one of their SEC filings a couple of weeks back. Um and it, it was turfed up today. Um, so just asking around the industry today, it sounds like they're planning to go through regulatory testing over the next couple of weeks. You know, just working, you know, just showing regulators that this geolocation works, look, this is safe, all this kind of thing. Um, And if it all does go smoothly, they could be live, I guess, you know, after that couple of weeks period within the month. Um, Now, DraftKings themselves wouldn't tell you this. They wouldn't tell me this because I think, you know, often companies are very wary of looking overconfident to regulators. But um, that's uh, that's the process, as I understand it.
1: Okay, so the timeline is within the month. Wow, that, that might be some uh, surprising news to people. And if DraftKings is coming, that means FanDuel soon to follow. H- how did they get it around this penalty box, or how are they getting around this penalty box? Are they partnering with Casino Queen in East St. Louis? Um, did, did they have to... Uh, spend a lot of money because there are also some rumors out there over the past few months that FanDuel is going to enter the market by buying a racetrack.
0: Yeah. So uh, this penalty box legislation is it's almost null and void, if you ask me. So all, all it does is force, you know, an operator mm-hmm. like DraftKings to partner with a local casino like Casino Queen. But, you know, that's what they have to do in every other state anyway. Um, so they will pay a, a percentage of their gaming revenues they will pay that to Casino Queen, so that's going to be a nice boom for them. Um, but otherwise, you know, it's, it's just the same as every other state. Um, there's, there's no real downside to this clip. Um, now, FanDuel, there is that rumor about them buying a racetrack. Um, but also, one of the casinos that does have a license is a Boyd Gaming property. So... I wonder if they will find a way in there. Um, you know, I've been asking around again today to try and find out about FanDuel, but um, I've, I've not heard anything there, so it looks like they're a little way behind.
1: Okay, so I'm just trying to, to figure out what this market's going to look like because it's going to be uh, rapid here, as you mentioned, over the next month. We already have Bet Rivers out there. Now, Argosy in Alton, Illinois, they launched in March, and they're going to reopen tomorrow, but they haven't gone online yet. So we don't have them. We expect them probably to be the next one to go mobile here. But we're going to have DraftKings, FanDuel, William Hill, PointsBed is going to operate with Hawthorne Racecourse. Uh, One of these books will be branded as a barstool sports book. How do you think Illinois stacks up compared to some of the other states that are going legal?
0: Um, Well, I think it's going to be very, very popular. It's got a friendly tax rate um, around 15 percent. At the minute, there is no requirement for in-person registration. So you can sign up for an account online. And that's, that's very attractive to all the operators. You know, a lot of states have shown that if you have to sign up in a casino, it's, it's a huge dampener on demand. So it's very attractive for operators from all around the globe, all over Europe. There's going to be, I think, up to 20 licenses, maybe a bit less, when when all's said and done. So there's going to be a lot of competition. There's going to be a lot of bonuses flying around for new players. Um, yeah, basically, the more competition, the better for players. The more you know, the more they're going to give you to sign up with them and the more bonuses and free bets you're going to get once you're a customer. So, um, yeah, I would say Illinois betters. It, it will be a good place for better. So
1: it, it was governor ended the inflation And for those that did not like the hammer, and they were right. And then with the pandemic, that's been temporarily removed. So would you suggest uh, Illinois betters? that want to have options and don't want to drive around the entire state for the in-person registration is as soon as these books go live to download as many apps as you can?
0: Yeah, exactly. So we, we don't know how long this will be suspended for. So it, it was for coronavirus. It, you know, it, it could be reimposed at any point. So my advice would be sign up for all these accounts, get your bonus, get your free bet, do it from the comfort of your own sofa, play them all, and then just keep the ones you like. And, you know, the more choice you have, the better. You'll get your free bets, and you can do it all from the comfort of your own home. So uh, take make the most of it now. Joe
1: Ostrowski with Brad Allen of LegalSportsReport.com on Sports Radio 670. The score, um, we look ahead to the football season, Brad, and, and I think, we don't, we, there's a lot we don't know, right? We can talk about July 30th and the NBA starting or July 23rd, Major League Baseball back in our lives. Is there going to be an NFL season, college fall? We, we don't really know. But let's let's assume that we do have sports, right, for the fall. What would you expect the handle to be in Illinois if we have the uh, playing out?
0: Well, I mean, football is, is king. That is, you know... It, Say, Barstool Sportsbook. You know, their their entire goal this year is just to be live to the NFL. Basically, any any operator will be looking to get live to the NFL season because that's going to drive huge chunks of handle. You know, three quarters of handle. Um, it's tough to put a number on it. I would say Islas and Crychecker, well-known um, gaming analysis firm, they say that at maturity, Illinois could be doing one billion dollars in uh, in in sports handle a year. Uh, so $1 billion in bets placed every year, um, which gives you an idea of perhaps how big it is. Obviously, Illinois is the sixth most popular state in the U.S. Lots of choices, we say, lots of operators, lots of sports teams. So it, it should be a very a thriving market. $1 billion. Uh, So early on in the process, would you expect Illinois to pass Nevada and New Jersey? I would. It, 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 it take, it's taken them a while to ramp up. Um, you know, it's taken it's taken New Jersey a couple of years to get there. Obviously, they, they were they were there first. I would say it would take Illinois a couple of years to get past New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Um, and at the minute, Pennsylvania is looking like by the end of the year it could be king, given the size of its uh, just population over there.
1: Uh, Brad, I know you've written about this, and it, this story is really intriguing. So we have the pandem- pan- pandemic. The, there are all these economic issues. And then you look to the stock market. And if you look at sports betting stocks, namely DraftKings, uh, the leader of the pack here, other ones, too, like PointsBet, uh, these books that will be operating here in Illinois, uh, over the past few months, they've doubled. They've x Can you explain?
0: <laughs> I can't really explain. I mean, I've, I've, honestly, I've written so many thousands of words about this phenomenon. Um there's obviously a lot of factors going into you know the stock market um, and some of it is just the scarcity there isn't a pure play online sports betting company on the US stock market and it's DraftKings so yeah if if you want if you want access to that you know if you want to invest in the sports betting market you've got to buy DraftKings essentially so you know supply and demand drives the price there's not much supply there's a lot of demand
1: and i've talked to a few people at bet rivers obviously they've been live for nearly 2 weeks here in Illinois, and they've said that the live wagering handle that's come in so far, it's it's about half. I mean, we don't have all the sports. It's limited right now, but half the betting is on live wagering. And over by you in London, we know it's so much more. You hear terms like over 80% is live wagering. Uh, Brad, why do you think it's so much more popular in the UK than it is in the States?
0: I think... Some of it is, uh, is, is European sports, right? Like you're, you're watching a soccer match, you're watching tennis and it's, you know, it's more of a flow. It's not, you know, it's not like, like the NFL where it's two seconds or five seconds stop. It, there's more of a flow. You can watch a football match and place a bet. And so that's the way it's grown up. And those sports are now modeled to precision, right? <laughs> the, the price on a sports book, um, on a European football game at any point of the game is basically correct. That that's just how it is. Now in the US, because obviously it has been more of a retail betting experience. It, if you're in Nevada, for example, you're not going to be live betting the whole time. It's it's much more more of a stop-start game. So that that live betting is not there yet, and it therefore means that the models are not as sharp yet. So you you, you talk to operators like DraftKings or you know can be their sportsbook provider. And some of them will say, yeah, our U.S. sports models are not quite where we want them to be in play yet. Um, And, you know, they're all investing a lot of money there uh, and all the various sort of edge cases where they might be wrong. Um, But I would say as they work on that, as 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 sort of mobile becomes more popular, you know, like in a, like it's launched in Illinois, then you're going to see more and more bets placed online. Um, and in the UK, a company like Bet365, they will see 80% of their turnover come in live betting. Um, and you would suspect that the US market will eventually get to that number as well.
1: Brad, anytime a quarterback signs for a cheaper contract than what the the Bears are paying for Nick Foles, in addition to the draft pick, they gave up. So the the fan base just goes absolutely wild and starts ripping on Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, which I certainly understand. So the latest is is Cam Newton with his incentive-based contract. And so now we're back to the conversation of Nick Foles and the decision they made, all the connections to the coaching staff. Uh, what did you think of the Foles move and the Bears offseason overall?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of summed it out there. I think what they paid, what they gave up was just, it was never going to pay off. I, I wonder, just sort of more, you know, as a broad idea about the NFL, you see all these sort of young dual threat quarterbacks coming through, the Kyla Murray's of the world. And I do start to wonder if if a, if a quarterback who can't move, if, if they can still win a Super Bowl without getting incredibly hot. You know, obviously we know Foles can get incredibly hot, but I just don't think that's, right, that's the way to win long-term. Now. I think you need to have someone who can just take off because NFL defences are so fast and, and so precise that I think you need to be able to beat them in, in more ways than one. And uh, I don't think Foles can do that really, can he?
1: <laughs> well, if he's going to be out there, he's probably going to be hurt pretty quickly, right? Because that, that's yeah, his history. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And the, <laughs> the money is insane, really, for, for what he is at this point.
1: And we don't know what training camp's going to look like. I don't even know that it matters. But sitting here in late June, which NFL teams are you high on and which teams are you fading?
0: So I am an, uh, an unapologetic Cam Newton lover. You know, I, again, like we've talked about, I think... If you can threaten a defense with your arms and your legs, you know, we saw it with Lamar Jackson, or we saw it with Cam in 2015 when, he, when possibly he was last healthy. Like, you, it just gives you a numbers advantage. It's like, it's like card, card counting in blackjack, right? You have that percentage edge and you just keep pressing it and you'll get there. And it's my belief that a year off will have helped Cam with those injuries. And I think if you get, you know, some of these 90% of, of 2015 Cam Newton with, with Josh Daniels, um, who we, you know we know he's going to cook up all these multiple fun looks and all, all this kind of thing. He's going to be inventive. They're probably going to commit to the power run game as well, which I think is is quite an interesting idea. If you assume that the precision passing game is 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 what might suffer the most from a shortened off season, you know, to, obviously takes a lot of fine tuning. So the Patriots just go right. Let's just go heavy. Let's let's just run the can down their throat and all this kind of thing. I. I, I can, it, I don't know if you can call the Patriots a sleeper pick, but you know I think they they might well be a good value to win that AFC East again. And
1: low, you can say Bears. You're on in Chicago, but it's okay. I rip the Bears all the time. <laughs> the, the,
0: the Bears would be one of the, the stereotypical <laughs> sort of sell sell teams for me. You know, yeah. the, the strong part of their team is the defense. You know, analytics tells us the defense is is more variable, more likely to regress. You know, they obviously they slipped. A touch last year, but they are still top five. And what if they just slip another rung from just natural regression? And then you've got statuesque Nick Foles in the pocket. <laughs> you know, what? Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't see them going above eight wins really.
1: Okay, <laughs> you would go under eight wins. I, I was actually going to ask you about the defense because you mentioned New England and power run game with cam and they're also known for their defense Uh, just outstanding last year and the bears defense they did regress last year a little bit but overall i I still think they were considered a top 10 defense you think it would it would be tough for them to jump back up to be a a top three or top five d
0: i just think you know just natural regression I, i wouldn't i wouldn't back any particular team to be a top three defense just because we know so little about how to project defense at the minute. You know, you, you ask any of the truly smart analytics guys, that it's just because it is. you need 11 people working together, the one injury, you know, if you lose your third cornerback and suddenly you're just easily target, targetable in the nickel, like right, you only need one weak spot. So a defense is truly you need 11 people playing average or better. And so it's, it's so easy to get a hole in it that just tears the whole thing down. And obviously injuries are, are a part of that. Um, so yeah, I, I would um, I would never project a defense to be that good, and obviously if that's the strength of your team, um, then then that is an issue.
1: Brad, I always close on this early odd segment with our guests with some advice, since there are so many new betters uh, listening in. Uh, where would you go for that?
0: Where would I go to get some good advice? <laughs> well, no, um, no, no, I mean I,
1: I mean I mean what? I'm sorry, it was poorly worded. What, what sort of advice would you share for newer betters?
0: newer betters um i mean the the, the very very basic thing would be bet small um you know i've been obviously as i said earlier dabbling a bit in the in the finance world and and reading books from kind of you know savvy investors and this kind of thing and the the one thing that comes up over and over again everyone's got different ways of winning but the the thing they all say is make sure you stay in the game never bet or invest more than you can afford um because once once your bankroll's gone once you're once your, once your investment is gone, you're out of the game and you can't bet anymore. So always, it's, you know, it's the most boring advice. Everyone gives it and nobody actually listens to it. But it, it genuinely is the most important thing is to just bet small enough that you can withstand a 12-bet, 20-bet losing run. You know, it, it happens to be the best in the world. Um, we, we all have 15-bet losing runs. And just make sure if that happens that you can still place the 16th bet if, if you want to.
1: Find him on Twitter at Brad Allen NFL and check out his article today about DraftKings entering the Illinois sports betting market on LegalSportsReport.com. His name, Brad Allen. Brad, this was great. I look forward to uh, doing it again and previewing the NFL season.
0: Yep, definitely, Joe. Thank you.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?